Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting because I like to take the scenic route. Our guest today is Adam Greenberg. Welcome, Adam. Hi, Craig. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I had a chance to talk to you. Um, I talked like to a lot of people, but I had a chance to talk to you. You asked a very interesting technical question. Um, so let's let's start on the tech stuff before we like fly off on tangents. You asked a question about creating a podcast, so a series of episodes. You wanted to make a show, but you had a need to, I'm going to say, hyper-localize it. You needed to do it, or you wanted to do it. You multiple languages. So it's the exact same content, but in different language localizations. Uh, so the first question I'm going to start with is what was that project? Because that's a very interesting, like, what's that use case? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Um, and I appreciate the help of yourself and the <laughs> podcaster community in that question. Did we actually solve, I don't think we actually solved the problem though. I think the answer was, yeah, that's not easy. <laughs> well, no, a, a lot of you did offer helpful suggestions. Um, and I think I did. It's somewhat resolved now. So background. Uh, <laughs> Use case. I, yeah, right. I, so I have been, uh, and I will be continuing to be, I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Zambia from 2018 to 2020, uh, living in rural Zambia, working with small scale fish farmers. Um, but some of the work that Peace Corps volunteers do also revolves around HIV, AIDS, education, malaria, uh, outreach, things related to health and so on. So we had this idea to create a podcast as a tool to help Peace Corps volunteers facilitate discussions with people who often live in rural areas who, who do without much access to the internet. So this is a podcast called HIV Positive Voices. And uh, it's, it's a way for, to, to help facilitate discussions uh, and support groups for people who live with HIV uh, and often local language and also speaking local languages, right? So as Peace Corps volunteers, it helps that we learn the local language, but there's a huge opportunity to reach people who can't share their story because of geography or access to the internet and so on. So is any of, so people listening going, wait, what is there, is any of it in English or is it all entirely in Good question. Sure. So there's an, there's an English feed and that was sort of the, the question, the tech question that I, I came to you with was that we wanted to make separate language feeds for each la different language. Uh, you know, Zambia has 72 tribal languages. The official, yeah, the official language is English because of colonization, uh, which is, is helpful as a Peace Corps volunteer, but, um, multiple languages. And, and then theoretically, you know, we can continue this and expand it to other countries that Peace Corps volunteers work in. Um, but so the challenge to pack for, you know, unpack for people listening, the challenge was, does that mean I have to make seven different podcast shows, go to the Apple directory, submit seven different shows, have seven different, for example, simple cast accounts that cost money, or is there some way to create language, the uh, localized language per language feeds, words, language? Right. Um, so keep going. Yeah. I mean, basically that, that was the question. And, and what I've come to so far is, you know, because this was, uh, it was only in 2019, really, that we, you know, we were only a few episodes in before COVID uh, forced the evacuation of all Peace Corps volunteers worldwide. Um, so 
the project was really only getting started at the time. So mm. there are now multiple feeds of different languages. Um, but I, but I started doing them myself, which I, I can manage it, but also, you know, other Peace Corps volunteers are, are joining in with me. And so like, oh, it's nice. kind of hopefully a decentralized process in which anybody can record a track with their local uh, support group that if somebody there wants to share their story, and of course it could be anonymous or they can, you know, give their name and, and talk cause they're talking about, you know, very tough stuff. Um, but Pete, the response people like they the the ones who have listened to it have been very grateful to hear these stories. So uh, other volunteers could help record in the local language, mm-hmm. translate it into English, and then other Peace Corps volunteers can take the English or you know anyone anywhere theoretically, right? And then just record it in another local language. So it, there could be multiple tracks. But yeah, right. Would it be seen in Apple? podcast or in search as like one show under the heading of HIV positive voices worldwide or would each one have to be like you know kind of redundant and yeah no so did you did you come up with a solution how did you do it like did you I mean the one the one way to do it would be like self-host it because then you can have as many individual RSS feeds but then you're that's just like the poor man's way of making 27 shows, but now what do you go to Apple with 27 URLs? You got to go to the podcast in this, got to go to Spotify. I got to, so how'd you yeah, end up doing it? Right. And you know what they pay us in the Peace Corps, right? <laughs> As a volunteer. <laughs> I'm a frugal guy. I'm a frugal guy. Um, I've been making websites for years using, uh, you know, I started with AOL hometown and GeoCities and then mm-hmm. Weebly and WordPress. Mm-hmm. So like all those free methods, uh, this is self-hosted currently on my personal website as a subdomain and i did that in part because like i knew if i enthusiastically started this project when i'm not a peace corps volunteer anymore or if it was tied to a certain domain right. uh who's paying for the hosting of this continuing on so like i, I know that i'm going to keep my personal name you know going so like i could host it as a subdomain which is what i've done um and uh yeah but so exactly, yeah. How how many feeds can you have? So I'm using WordPress.org and the uh, is it the Blueberry plugin? Yeah, it's I, I always go because it's missing burr, vowels. Something, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, missing something vowels. Like it's a, you, it's, your it's, listeners know the one. Yeah, it's Blueberry, but there's vowels missing. Some mumbleberry. Right. Uh, yeah, there's a plugin for WordPress which bends WordPress's built-in ability to generate an RSS feed for your posts, and it adds all of the additional tagging that is expected if the RSS feed is supposed to describe a podcast. There's a couple of uh, plugins that do that. Uh, so and I'm guessing Blueberry lets you have multiple, they probably call them series, lets you have multiple series, and each series has a feed, and then you can go to Apple with the one that's in English, and you can email like you can take that url and mail it to your friend and say go to your podcast player hit you know add manually and paste in the url which is really cool because then the peace corps uh volunteers out in the fields can add that hit all the downloads when they have wi-fi and then head out uh, to wherever they're going nice excellent solution um i always joke i'm gonna make a little audio bumper for a turn signal you know like just to indicate I'm about to turn left. Um, uh, when sure. you and I were talking before we started recording, because on a totally different topic, you mentioned that you have experience uh, as a an editor, a copy editor uh, in Bookscope, and you mentioned 
the excitement of creating, writing, recording podcasts versus going back and like listening to them or cleaning them up. And I'm, I'm wondering, has that, has, you know, that dichotomy, that tension between those two, has that held you up? Do you think as your own, uh, podcast creation? Are you making a show separate from the HIV positive show, but you haven't pushed the deploy button because you don't want to edit it? Or like, how does that tension between those two things play out in your podcasting journey? Sure. Yeah. I think many of those things, right? Um, <laughs> so yes, as you started with, I, I'm an editor. I, I work with authors. I When I read, I see typos in books everywhere, right? So it comes very naturally to me to be a book editor. Um, ironically, I've gotten really into audiobooks um, and listening to those quickly and so on. So it's, that's, you know, I, I digress from editing. But in regards to editing <laughs> well, podcasts. You, you don't hear the typos, right? I mean, maybe, right. you can, but you don't see the punctuation errors. <laughs> so, so with podcasts and other content, yeah, I've had the idea. So my girlfriend and I have been traveling for, we lived abroad for seven years, practically before the Peace Corps or five years with it. So well, I mean, I've had ideas for years of regarding our travels uh, and I ha we have video content and audio content that we've recorded. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's for me in that regard, the excitement of creating content is a moment. Oh, wait, this would be great. We should, we should share this, you know? And then it's like, well, I don't want to really go back and edit it or the process of getting it off my phone, onto my computer, into a way that is organized, you know, the whole process of editing. Uh, that's tripped me up. Um, and what I've noticed and what I'm realizing is with the HIV podcast, doing that podcast for the community, for other people is motivation for me to, I, I, I knocked out those episodes in like, you know, the same afternoon mm. because, but, but when it comes to telling my own story or my own ego of like making it about me, I don't really want that attention necessarily. So like, I, like, I, I know this would be interesting, but I also like, don't care to make it about me, you know? Well, maybe it sounds like all that's missing is a why, you know, a W H Y question mark, like right. the thing that you're, I'm going to say dancing around creating, maybe it's good that you're dancing around creating it because if you had a clear reason to create it, it would pull you along like the project, you know, that did get published that one pulled you right through so maybe it's just a matter of brainstorming on that yeah and also i i tend to have a lot i get a lot of ideas and i go off on a lot of different uh <laughs> interests and, and i've started many different small businesses and, and side projects and so on so like you know i'm I, maybe some people who uh what is it uh sagittarius people like Mm. love to start projects but not necessarily finishing them as easily <laughs> I don't know, i'm a virgo <laughs> i don't really know what all of them mean but uh, i don't either i just happen to know based on my birthday i i think i'm right at the edge of virgo but anyway sorry yeah, i know <laughs> that's i so like i don't know much more about the science yeah hmm. but yeah you know that's uh finding the motivation, finding the why to, to make these other podcasts or, um, and even just logistically, like the questions of how do I organize these folders on my computer in a way that make me want to come back to this? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, I, or having a computer in which your Ram feels very slow when you open up GarageBand. So like, yeah. 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 There's so many, 
you, every uh, in podcasting, but in every other, like write a book or create a video or start a YouTube channel. It's just technology rabbit holes. I mean, it's just a Swiss cheese field of it's all holes. There's no cheese. And one of the things, <laughs> just coined a new thing. It's all holes. There's no cheese. <laughs> That's one of the things that I see. And this isn't just my observation, but that I see a lot in the podcasting workshop is a big part of what the coaches and the remarkables do is go, don't, 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 don't go down there. You know, <laughs> just, just go around that. You, we'll do that later. Like just go this way <laughs> because otherwise you just, it just beats you down of all these open questions and I didn't realize when I started podcasting, which is before I got involved with the Akimbo course, when I started podcasting, I had no realization that it was going to be a creative endeavor. I, did, I just didn't, which sounds stupid now that I say it, but I was not expecting it. And that creativity, creative endeavors take tons of energy. Um, so maybe there's also some internal pushback that you're giving yourself about, mm, well, I, you know, as somebody who edits books and is like intimately aware of that process of creating a book, maybe you're going, yeah, I, I know like what's going to be involved if I'm going to create something out of all this raw material yeah, to be able to polish the diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's also that there are, you know, ways in which I organize my editing, you know, that can apply to podcasting. So uh, it's not necessarily just like logistically how to do it. It's yeah. It's like, well, am I motivated to do this right now? Hmm. Um, you you bring up an interesting point about coaches directing us towards like, don't go down that rabbit hole. I mean, <laughs> rabbit holes. I mean, in the past, I've gotten into cybersecurity rabbit holes recently. Like, I'm all about like password managers and so on. Yeah. And I've also went down the Bitcoin rabbit hole. So hmm. like, I know about the importance of the opposite of rabbit holes, which as you said is like focus and like there's a book for, I did the alt MBA and I forget which book it was, but it was talking, it was one of the books that the, the Seth and the team send out before you begin the alt MBA and uh, talking about boundaries, right? The importance of creating setting mm -hmm. purposely setting smaller boundaries so that you work within a box because otherwise if the, if it's too broad, you get lost, you know, yeah. swimming in the ether. Well, the, the rabbit holes are also, I, yes, I agree, plus two. The rabbit holes are also, you, you know that you don't know what's in it. So it's like, yeah, I could step right over that. But I, that one might be important. I mean, I see 500 other ones in the field here, but like, is this the one I step over or is that the one that I step over? And having somebody um, who can provide some mentorship or some guidance and and say like, you, you can step over that one. <laughs> and you go like, okay, you're like, and, and I think that just having somebody that you trust to say, this is a, a battle you want to pick, or this is a thing you want to go deep on, um, which makes me wonder, where do you go, if anywhere, uh, hopefully not causing any existential dread here, uh, where do you go for uh, mentorship? Or you know, do you have a core group? Or is it your, your partner? Is it like, what do you do when you're like, I got too many choices? Yeah, that's a great question. I would like more mentors. I, I'm at a point in my life where I've realized, yes, I, I, there are a lot of variables of my experience in which not many people have been in my position at my age with my experience in the sense of like, what's next for me in my life. Right. Mm. Um, you know, I, yeah. So I, 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 could use some mentors. I'm real. I'm realizing that. 
Um, but I also, I do have, I have friends and, and people along the way that uh, I also talk with and so on. But like, it's a different kind of understanding about like what, what, when you have financial success, things related to accountants, right? And, and, and lawyers <laughs> right. and, or versus like things related to relationships and marriage or buying a house, like stepping stones of career uh, and life experience. And yeah, I, I, I'm in a non-traditional one myself. How did you come to podcasting? <laughs> I didn't intentionally deploy silence. I was thinking, but it's cool. How did I come to podcasting? Um, no, I mean, I don't want to... no, it's cool. Like I, I tell people before, you can curse, you can politically, you can push back, ask your own questions. How did I come to podcasting? Some people will know this story. I'll do it quickly. I started in 2011. I, The way I put it is I began a personal journey rediscovering movement. What happened was I had a friend who went, you should come out and try this parkour thing that I'm doing. And I went, what's that? Looked at some, I don't even know if it was right. YouTube back then, looked at some videos, went anyway and started at 40. So it's it's an, an out, cool. usually done outdoors. It's a movement activity. Uh, and I fell in love with it and wound up starting to travel because I was an adult when they're all, you know, hanging out with people half my age. Super fun, super great, like changed yeah, who I was as a person you. is awesome. So I'm having all these cool conversations, sometimes with people half my age, sometimes with the rare few people my age. I started traveling. Huh went to some other countries, eventually went and talked to the founders, all the people who started it, hung out with them. And the more conversations I started having, more people started standing behind me. And at one point I was at an event uh, in France and I was having a conversation with somebody and somebody behind me went, literally after 10 minutes, we were walking from one place to another. And the person behind me goes, dude, that should have been a podcast. I would have listened to that because I was talking uh -huh. to one of the founders. And I had no, the guy that I was talking to, I knew from elsewhere. So it was just this pleasant conversation. It wasn't like an interview. It wasn't like I wanted something from the guy. He wasn't trying to right. proselytize me. We were just talking. And shortly after that, uh, in 2015, I started a project to try and share written content. And I built a website and I was translating using Google Translate and trying to share. And I realized, duh, Craig, writing is hard. People know that. Nobody wants to write. I pissed off you know, figuratively speaking, I pissed off like 300 friends, like begging them to answer my questions and write for me. And some people did it. By 2017, somebody said, dude, why don't you just do Skype calls? And this is before Zoom, <laughs> just do Skype calls and translate it. And I was like, I mean, transcribe it. I was like, oh, all right. So that that's like how the podcast started. So the podcast, my first podcast started in early, very early 2018, uh, February, something or other. And I started recording conversations around parkour. And I would talk to somebody who was a well-known athlete or who was from my local community. And we would just have these cool conversations. And then I'd drive into New York City and have one there. Uh, and it just became fun. And I was literally just pressing record. I had a buddy who would, you know, for a few bucks, would do the final mix down for me. And I was just a, a bozo with a recorder and two microphones. And it just got out of hand. <laughs> just yeah. got out of hand. I got really good at the technology part of it. Um, I discovered I apparently have a good voice for it and then I sure. like, know how to play to my strengths and off I went. Yeah. Um, good for I you. Wound up That's awesome. Taking, yeah. I wound up taking one of the Akimbo courses when I already had a show that was like a 50 episodes and I went in and basically tore the show apart and rewrote right. the intro and like had a chance to hang out with 300 people rabid about podcasting. Uh, since then I've started two other shows and you know, the, the problem continues. 
Yeah. So for fun. me, I backed into it. I literally realized that it was easier to record a video call and then transcribe it to get what I wanted. It was easier to have a conversation and then try to get the writing out of it. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, that's hard. Just save right. the thing. Um, so I appreciate I, so much of that. That, as you said, like just talking, having a conversation, making it natural, like what you're yeah. doing here, right? You said, you know, you don't edit this. You basically just put out the conversation as it is. And I think that's wonderful. And maybe that's something that I should explore more of. Uh, People because make audio journals. There's a yeah, whole bunch just, of options. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the downside yeah. well, of you making me I tell that story. That Sorry, downside, you, no, that's good. The downside is now we're out of time because you made me talk. Uh, <laughs> but it's all well, good. I, um, I didn't mean to cut you off before. Um, no, I'm but, delighted to hear that your HIV positive podcast got out in the world. I'm super excited to hear that that happened. Uh, and I look forward to seeing what, if anything, you would create. I think it would be cool to hear you just go do an audio book, like, you know, take what you know about podcasting and work on an audio book. I think that would be cool. Um, but Thanks for taking the time to join me today, Adam. Thank you, Craig. I, I have appreciated talking with you and I appreciate the, the technical considerations. It's helpful.